Welcome to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. In this episode, we meet Cather, a lowly traveler making his way south, when he has a mysterious dream about an elven woman crying out for help. Seeking to find her, he continues to follow his instincts, hoping that he might be there in time. Will he? Find out in this episode of The Paper Dungeon. Hello and welcome back. Uh, we are here to do another one shot. This time it's with Drew playing Cather. Uh, this is really exciting. I've been looking forward to this one for a while. Um, we'll go ahead and get started with your one shot, Cather. So, it's been a few days since you left um, Munkari. You've been traveling through and you've managed to make it to the borders of um, of oh I can't believe I've already done this of uh, Rivaluna yeah I had to remember the name of your country. You've managed to make it to the southernmost border of Rivaluna um, the mountains off into your to your right uh, to the west for you, or to the east for you. No, it's the west. Never eat side of waffles. Yeah. Off to the west um, as you've been heading south and you've just made your way across the border into um, Athane, which is the first of the blind nations um, that you will cross into. You've been making your way towards um, Ocleron for a few different reasons, mostly religious. Um, I know that um, Athens is a good place to hang out in as well as that um, the humans that live here in Athens are all usually very religious and do a good job of um, keeping up with their practices for their different gods and goddesses and the religions that they have um, out here and that is more what you're interested in um, less so than the gods of the elves and stuff like that um, so yeah you've been making your way through it's been a interesting journey. The it's actually been a rather boring journey. It's the the rolling hills of Rivaluna are not always the most entertaining. Um, you're the people of of Rivaluna are definitely um, very nomadic, aside from uh, the main capital of Rivaluna. Um, where they have a number of different holy places throughout the country of Rivaluna, but there's not usually one established place that everyone's going to be at as you guys just kind of travel about and hang around and do whatever you really want to since there's no real features to the landscape um, except for a little bit closer to the borders and around the coast and stuff like that. So it's been a lot of walking over rolling hills with tall grass and maybe the uh, occasional tree um, rather boring landscape, um, kind of like Kansas. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then making your way down into, um, Athens. And as you're like cresting this hill that you know is on the very edge of the border and you feel like you're about to get to the very top and see this grand country that'll be full of new stuff, you crest it and you can see that it's the exact same type of landscape for miles and miles and miles as... Athens is also a rolling hills plain land, <laughs> plains land. And so the, uh, the variation in terrain is uh, minimal. Um, off to your right, you can see the very start of the mountain range. Um, but at the moment, it's just kind of boring. Um, well, that's what's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going through, 
And it's beginning to get a little chilly as um, the night is beginning to set in. You've been traveling all day long. Um, and you know uh, fall is coming. It's not quite there yet, but um, the temperature's been staying mid-70s, mid to low-70s um, throughout the day. And then it gets pretty cold that night. So you're feeling like you probably should get ready for camp soon. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bed down and kind of uh, actually just take out uh, a small leather notebook and mm. just kind of uh you know kind of write in it for you know for about my boring travels of the day nice you know and, and maybe make note of anything that was maybe somewhat interesting upon the landscape just you saw a ground squirrel <laughs> nice there you go yeah, yeah there, there you go, go. <laughs> see see life is always an adventure exactly yes yes nice always what you make it but yeah, I'll I'll bed down for the night. Yeah, you find a nice little spot. Kind of go off the road just a little bit, um, and find this kind of. You just kind of camp wherever. There's literally nothing that's like, yo, this is a flat spot that you should camp on, or, or a tree that you can sit under. It's just, it's just yeah, it's, it's just, just tall grass that you mat down just, and set up oh, your bedroll. There's grass over there. There's grass over there. <laughs> um. And as you go to bed, you can feel yourself getting a little sleepy, um, knowing that you don't have to go completely to sleep. It's nice because you can kind of stay in this half trance state to kind mm-hmm. of keep yourself aware and not be attacked by demons or whatever. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's nice. But as you're going <laughs> in um, into this trance-like state, um, your eyes... When they'd normally just like kind of blank out and stare, instead they actually close. And for a moment, everything is actually dark. And you're just relaxed for the first time in a little while. And you're enjoying the cool breeze. You're enjoying the landscape around you. And it gets colder. A lot colder. You could feel it kind of creeping up your spine, this sense of chill and almost dread as you're now not quite sure what's going on. Um, and as you like open your eyes, you can see that you're still in that plains, but now instead of rolling hills of bright green grass with the occasional wildflowers and trees, Instead, you can see it's all frosted over and blackened with the cold. And it's um, there's just the little glimmer of light as the moon reflects off of these shards of ice that have now covered um, the surrounding mm-hmm. landscape as far as you can see. And standing in front of you is this woman. Um, and she looks sad um but also excited and you can see her as she stands in front of you she's currently technically she's facing away from you um and you can see um she's fairly tall looks like she has very pale pale skin with dark dark hair that kind of flows down to about the midway point of her back and she's Mm -hmm. wearing a white kind of silken flowy dress that 
um, is flowing just a little bit too much for the amount of wind there is almost supernaturally is how much mm-hmm. it's flowing um, and you stare at her and she begins to walk out into the plains um, kind of oh, this is probably a bad idea I'll kind of, I'll kind of just have like have a hand on my blade that's at my side, and and just carefully follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you stand and you start to follow her, and she's making her way through this grass, which is slowly getting a little bit taller and taller. Um, and you're kind of beginning to make your way, and she's it seems like she's almost speeding up, or you're slowing down. You can't quite tell. Um, but it gets to the point where she kind of goes around this little bundle of grass and you can't quite see her. And as you crest around that bundle of grass, you're no longer in these plains, but instead there are big trees all around you. Um, as you are now in this massive forest um, covered in vegetation and moss and bushes and um, small plants. And there's like, there's creeping vines growing on the trees Um a rather thick forest and you can see that woman and she's standing there waiting she hasn't turned to look at you you don't you can't see her face yet um but she's standing there waiting for you and once you enter this grove she begins taking off again um and making her way through still actually moving fairly fast to the point where you actually are like jogging to try and keep up with her and like move around Um, hold on and um as she goes around another tree, um, you follow her around and you enter this grove of trees. But in the center, there are no trees as there's this oval of uh, laid stones that are, they're like, not like tiles, but they're kind of like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but have you ever seen some place that has, they're like tiles, but they're, it's not like a square tile that with a design on it. It's like people just like cut slabs off of rocks and then laid them down. And so they're like rough edge and everything like that. And it's kind of smooth right. around. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's an oval made up of, of tiles like that with the vegetation growing over that. Um, there are trees that surround this, this rather small oval, but nothing, uh, no trees are growing on it, but there's still tons of vegetation on there. There's still bushes and dirt and a lot of vines and creeping plants and stuff like that all on this oval with the very center, about five foot circle is um, completely empty. It's not, there's nothing growing in there. You can see the vines have almost built a rim around this five foot circle. Um, and it's, you can see her standing in the center of the circle now. Um, and when you, um, when you approach her, she disappears for just a second. Um, disappears for just a second before she reappears, but now she's not the same woman. She's, um, different. She is now, she's gone from this very elegant, um, very beautiful in her own way type of uh, jet black hair woman to this uh, wood elven, probably fairly young, 
um, wood elf with this bright red hair hanging down. Um, you can see that she's kind of a traditional sharp features, lots of freckles across her face, um, the pointed ears, everything like that. Um, wearing what looks like makeshift um, clothing and armor, stuff that hasn't been replaced in a long time and it's kind of dirty and grungy uh, and stuff like that. And so um, she's standing there and you can see that she's holding this length of possibly wrought iron, probably about four inches long, just about, you know, about yay long from, it's probably, it's about the size, the length of your hand, maybe, you know, from palm to the tip of your finger. It's just wrought like, like iron. A, like, a, like a rod? It looks kind of like a rod. It's, it's kind of this cylinder um, that has a um, flailing, um, let's see, where's, actually, where's what I'm looking for, there's, um, kind of this flail on the end of it. Let me see if I can't find exactly what I'm looking for. Here we go. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's this four-inch length of... Um, metal um, kind of in a cylinder with this purplish crystal maybe amethyst um i believe amethyst is purple um an amethyst crystal coming out of the top of it it's very small probably only about a, a two inch crystal so in total length it's just like six inches right there but she's she's holding that um and uh you can see she now she's staring at you. She's no longer turned away, but she's holding this. And you can see that this woman now sees you um, and just begins mouthing words. Almost like she's trying to tell you something, but you can't quite hear it. Um, and there's a beginning of this ringing sensation as she continues to talk to you in your ears. And it begins to like crystallize and clear. And all you can hear is this woman now screaming, help, help, help. Um, and she's like screaming this at you, almost with like a deafening amount of sound um, before you close your eyes again and you open your eyes and you are back in your um, camp with it. Uh, the grass is not frosted over. Um, everything is the same. It's just as you left it. Um, and it seems like almost no time has passed. Just just wake up with the kind of like a start. Just... <sighs> Oh man, I, I'm not sure what to make of that. Kind of like, like, like take case of my surroundings again. Mm -hmm. Just oh. can I actually, if I if I get up, yeah, um. I mean, cause yeah, it's just, it's just rolling hills from like, as far as the eye can see. Yeah. You've kind of put, put camp up on top of one of these hills just so you have A, the high ground and B so that you can kind of see the surrounding landscape and it's rolling hills. There's no forest nearby. Um, off in the distance, you can see that one lonely mountain. Um, and it's just completely by itself. Um, and there's nothing, nothing but rolling hills surrounding you. Um, 
Is it is it by now? Is is it morning by now, more or less? No. 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 It is it is you your I, internal clock tells you that it's probably been about ten minutes. Oh nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I will just sort of I'll 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 like stand up and kinda just pace just a little bit and 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 then maybe look up at the stars before making my way back over to camp and just laying down again and and going back to sleep yeah yeah and as you're looking at the stars um there's one star that seems a little bit brighter than the rest um it's on the opposing side of um of the let's see it's kind of on in the direction that you were heading um, just a little bit to the um, west of it. So it's this star that's almost pointing southwest. Okay. Um, and it's just a little bit brighter and twinkles just a little bit more than the rest of them. Just enough for you to notice it. Um, mm. uh, and you notice that. Take a deep breath. Go back to your bedroll and you complete your four hours of a long rest. Um, it's still pretty chilled as you went to bed at like what would be like 10 o'clock at night. So now it's like 2 a.m. Right. Um, yeah, I'll kind of, you know, like maybe maybe take my uh, my uh, travel blanket, and mm-hmm. kind of wrap it around my shoulders a little bit. Yeah. Uh, get my, my pack put back together and, and start making my way uh, south again. Going fast because I'm no down. Sorry. And, um, and I can still like see the star when I get up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I will, I will start heading that way. Oh, yeah. You begin making your way through, um, and you, it's the same landscape. Um, it's interesting as you go night by night. The star is in a similar spot, but it's, it's different. Not like, you know how the planet's rotating and so obviously the the landscape's going to be different and so or not the landscape but the the stars are going to be in different spots literally the scar seems to almost jump from constellation to constellation as you begin to become familiar with like clusters of stars from staring at them all night every night this star just keeps jumping and moving um but you're begin you continue to follow it every night and you can tell after about a week of traveling that the star is moving so that you don't have to encounter any people. Um, it's moving so that you'll pass by a couple of miles outside of a town or outside of a city or that the path that you're taking prevents you from encountering this ca- this caravan. Um, it's both heartwarming to know that you're kind of being guided, but at the same time, it's also discouraging because now you're very lonely and not sure if you should be able to talk to people Right, what? yeah. Um, if, part of me like looks over at a passing caravan. It's like maybe I should go talk to them. <laughs> Be like, I wonder if they have any grapes. I could really use a grape right now. Um, this yeah, is, this is harder than I thought it'd be. Uh, and you're making your way through, and it takes you about three weeks of traveling every day to get through um, Athene and through the um, southern. Mon- most portion to the southernmost portion of um, Athene, and eventually you kind of started following this river as it was moving its way um, southwest. 
until you get to this fork, the river where it merges with another point in the river. Um, it continues outright. You are following it. Uh, it's been you've been following it along your left. You can see that there's another river that merges into it further um, out in front of you from the left as well. And across the bank, you can see a forested area, um, kind of similar to that of the forest that you had seen beforehand. Um, it was kind of a similar type of. It looks very similar to the large trees of different hardwoods and oaks and stuff like that. I suppose oak is a hardwood, but different types of trees with a lot of the creeping vines and the underbrush and very similar type of jungle-ish type of landscape, but not, I shouldn't say jungle-ish. It's just this very yeah, well-kept. A very thick forest. Yeah, it's a thick forest, but it's also still well-kept. Like it's not an overgrown forest. Um, and it's kind of the big thing. You can see that across the river um, but at this point, again, it is getting to be um, just about um, just about dark and probably time for you to go to bed. Possibly better for you to do cross the river and go into this forest um, in the morning. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll just kind of... Um, and because the, the forest doesn't begin until I cross the river, right? Exactly. Yeah, you have to cross okay. the river. Yeah, I'll kind of, um, yeah, just find maybe a base of a hill, um, yeah. somewhere fairly, you know, close by. Yeah. Um, yeah, and kind of just, you know, sit back in, almost, you know, lean against it, just keeping an eye on the forest, um, before I, um, bed down for the night. I don't, do I, as of right now, just, just trying to take a listen, do I hear any? Anything besides, like, the wildlife? Um, roll a perception check. Okay. Oh, man, which dice should I use? We'll use, uh, we'll use my, uh... Ooh, all right. T plus perception, which is that. So, 19 total? Yeah, yeah, so you're going around and you're hearing things. You don't hear anything... Uh, particularly disconcerting. You're, it's the surrounding wildlife. You can hear a lot of um, insects and small animals. You can hear um, trees kind of groaning in the wind. Um, but there's nothing really disconcerting about it. Nothing that brings that has brought to your attention that makes you go, oh, I'm in danger. There's the, the stream going by. Um, it's kind of this gentle roar, as it is a fairly large river that you have to cross. Okay. Um, it's not fairly large, um, but probably about 30 feet or so of river that you have to cross. Um, okay. With a little bit of a current, so it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. Um, but yeah, nothing nothing too concerning. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I'll just, I'll, I'll, take, my, I'll take my rest. Nice, yeah. So you go to bed, you wake up. About two o'clock again, and that star is in the same spot this time, um, which isn't uncommon. Like there will be, it would usually take about like one or two days for the star to kind of move for you to, to have to not follow it, or as you were to following it. But um, this one has it has stayed in its same spot, and you are feeling ready, you're feeling confident. It's still a little cold, as it still is pretty early, 
Yeah, um, might be better yeah. to wait for sunrise, but um, you can kind of do what you want. Yeah, I'll, um, uh, I'll as I as I get up, um, you know, I'll kind of just do a bit of a, just a uh, a very calm kind of morning meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to, you know, just breathing, just thinking, and maybe saying a small prayer. Um, all right. I'm not sure if this is a good idea, but we're going to see where it takes me. Whew, all right. And um, if I need to, uh, I will, before this, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait a little bit longer until the sun does rise. Um, okay. Just just because sunlight is a little safer. It's, you um, know, it helps you see. But in the meantime, I will kind of... Uh, go over to the bank of the river and mm-hmm. just kind of take a general look and see any low-hanging branches, any rocks on either side that I might be able to use to anchor myself uh, at some point. Just and, and then, like, also if there's any, like, wildlife immediately over there that I might have to keep an eye on. So, yeah, you don't see any wildlife that you have to um, be too disconcerned about. And there's not really any trees that are close to the bank. It's like... Um, the, as you approach the bank, the bank, it becomes this rocky kind of, um, riverbed type landscape. You Mm -hmm. get the sense that, um, there are are times where this river is much wider and much deeper. Um, and it's just kind of receded a little bit. And so there's these two like rocky banks on either side and then there's a little bit of grass and then there's the forest that starts. So the forest doesn't really start until about 30 feet past the river. Um, okay. So there's yeah, no a, branch for you to hold on to. Um, there's that's not a, really any boulders or anything like that. It's kind yeah. of just, just um, this river. What do I have? Does so my only thought would be just as a, as a precautionary measure, trying to like get my rope out and tie myself off to something, just in case. Um, but I can't remember all that I have in my pack. Do you have a pickaxe? Uh, let's see. There it is. Uh, okay. Uh, but, but, nope. Oh, I don't. I don't have anything like that. Okay, cool. <laughs> nope. Explorer's pack sucks. <laughs> Explorer's pack sucks. Always go with the Dungeoneer's pack. <laughs> I don't think it was an option for me. Oh, that's unfortunate. I think yeah. it's either Explorer's Pack or Priest's Pack for me. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll just... if I, Yeah, if I can't see anything in particular to anchor myself, I'll um, I'll just kind of be like, oh, all right. Well, I suppose this might be a little trickier than I thought. Yeah. And I'll... Uh, I'll... I'll um, get my stuff, my uh, camp taken down, put my stuff away, and kind of just um, kneel, like, uh, just on my knees uh, on one of the uh, riverbeds, just kind of wait for sunrise. Nice. Yeah, so you wait for the sunrise, and as the sun comes up, go ahead and roll a perception check. Another one. All right. Ooh, okay. Um, that is... 16. Nice. Yeah. So the sun's coming up. It's beginning to be a little easier to see. Stuff isn't quite so black and white anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're going through, and you're noticing as you're kind of 
looking around trying to figure out what to do there is a portion of the riverbed that's a little bit shallower than um, some of the others okay um, right. you can't quite tell you think it could be um, anywhere from knee height to hip height of water um, but possibly just shallow enough that you'd still be able to keep your feet on the ground instead okay. of having to try and fight the current well, you still have to fight the current, but still, instead of trying not to fight the current while swimming. Right, yeah, and wearing heavy armor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult stuff. Um, okay, yeah. If I can, I don't uh, I don't even think I have, like, a, a stick on me, a staff. Um, but, yeah, I'll, a, as the sun begins to rise, I notice that. Um, I will, yeah, I guess just, just take out my, uh, my staff. Well, no, that won't even help me either. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just trudge on through. <laughs> yeah. So what we'll do is we're gonna have three checks for every okay. ten feet of, of water. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll an athletics check. All right. Ooh, all right, all right. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, uh twenty-one. Nice. Yeah. So you. Begin making your way through, and at first it's like the first two steps are kind of wobbly, as you're like you have a heavy pack on your bag, so you're trying to balance, but there's also the current that's like pushing your legs, and you're trying to like balance on one foot as you move your next foot. But mm -hmm. you begin to uh, kind of figure it out and make a rhythm, mm -hmm. and you get about ten feet into this river. Um, go ahead and roll a. Um, uh, actually, here. Yeah, what's your passive perception? Passive perception is a 13. 13? Cool. So you're trudging along, um, and you're making your way through, and you can see as you're going through, it's fairly clear water, um, mm -hmm. but there's glints of metal um, kind of down by your feet. Metal and r this rotting bone, it looks like. And you can see that it seems like there are corpses down in this river. Um, probably of people passing by who failed um, to cross the river or people that couldn't make it. Um, you can also see as you're like paying a little bit more attention to it now, Every once in a while, one of them will like kind of lift and float down the river a little bit as like this undercurrents kind of pick them up and drag them down. So it could even be that these are people that tried to cross farther up the river, um, and, and or technically this would, it would be down the river, farther down the or yeah up the river that are then floating down, down and the river, yeah. making their way to through their watery grave. Fun. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> Go ahead and roll another athletics check. Ooh, that's even better. Uh, 23. 23? Yeah. You find a, a new sense of uh, vigor and <laughs> uh, desire to get out of this river. Right, yeah. Um, and you're making your way through and you're trudging and grinding and you're just pushing through and forging your way through this river. Um, and you get another 10 feet or so. Uh, and you can see that there are a couple skeletons, a couple corpses that are in your general vicinity. 
Um, just enough to be like off-putting. Um, go ahead and roll one more athletics check. Okay, that's still that's still all right. That's still all right. Uh, six, uh, 15, 18. Yeah, nice. Um, you're going through and you're you're getting close and you're so so close and you move your way and you're about to make it onto the bank when you feel something clamp onto your ankle. Uh, and you, you still being the strong boy that you are, drag your foot out of the water and with you this entire skeleton <laughs> drags out with you and it's a gross sight because it's it's a skeleton but it still has half its flesh on it. It's still rotting. The bones aren't like bleached by any means from being in the sun. They look like they're like... Uh, it's gross. They have... <laughs> they look almost like they've like a sponge kind of where this the water has pierced into it so there's like perforations and holes in it. Yeah, yeah, and you they, can see this bloated. water like drained out and it's bloated and it's there's uh, uh. moss and plants on it growing. You can see like um, slugs that are like floating on it and different other um, bottom feeder type esque um, things. <laughs> and this skeleton has clamped onto your ankle and you drag it out of the water and with it it drags this big rusted creeping glaive um and it drags you drag it out of the water and it drags this with it and it kind of just swings up towards you um, oh dear <laughs> oh no um does a nine hit you no yeah no. so this thing it just slowly kind of breaches up and it just as it swings, it gets a little faster right towards the end, but it glances off the shoulder plate of your armor on the back um, uh -huh. before you kind of yeet it by throwing your, your leg out, and it loses its grip by losing its hand on your ankle, <laughs> and it falls about 10 feet away, and it slowly kind of begins to stand and look at you. I will immediately take out my sword and shield. <laughs> Roll initiative. All right. Uh, oh, of course. Now you roll low on for me. All right. Uh, not high. Three. Three. Wow. Okay. Well, the skeleton's going to go first. Yeah, I'm uh, sure it is. <laughs> it begins making its way uh, towards you, moving the five feet or so. And it takes like one, at first it takes like one step, then two steps. And then like five steps in the course of like a second. It's like one, two, and then hella fast um, before it comes at you. And it's going to come and swing at you again with this um, weapon. Does a 10 hit you? Uh, no. So far I've rolled a four and a five to hit you. Doing great over here. Uh, so yeah, it goes in and it swings. And this time you kind of parry it off to the side and and throw the throw the glaive down and it kind of stumbles past you um and as you turn around and look at it you can see there's the one that you just um like dodged and everything but then there's one other skeleton that's kind of standing up in the water and having all this water drain out of it um so now there's two nice yeah and that brings it to your turn okay so uh okay all right nice so uh, so there's one guy right in front of me. Mm. Um, I'll just I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll swing at him. Nice, go for it. Roll a hit. 
Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Neat. 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 I miss. Oh no. <laughs> I because that's a natural one. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So you go in to swing, but you have a waterlogged pack on your back. Yeah. And you're yeah. wearing waterlogged armor and clothes. So your your dexterity is just about the worst it's ever been in your life. Yep. Um, and you go in to swing at this thing, um, and your your pack, you lean forward like you would normally to swing in, and you really get some weight into your strike, but because you're leaning forward and your pack's heavier, it forces you, you it ends up with you leaning a little too far forward, so you kind of stumble forward as you go into swing, and instead of coming up and swinging with the sword, you kind of just drive your head into the <laughs> skeleton's chest and get a nice waterlogged wet <laughs> dusty feeling yeah right yeah. up your nostrils just it's yeah. gross yeah really, um, really pleasant yeah it's disgusting it's really what it is as you basically just collapse his ribcage with your face um and the skeleton like looks down at you and goes <gasps> and almost like reaches down to bite you um yay um does a 14 hit? Uh, no. Yeah, so it goes down and reaches down to like bite you um, and really get like clamped down on your neck as it brings this glaive up. And the glaive like glints off of the very top of your, um, or the very side of your breastplate and kind of glints out to the side. Um, and you manage to kind of turn just enough to keep the skeleton from biting you. And you're now like with the hand that you have your sword in, like, yeah, kind of holding like this up, against, up against him. You know, like, pressing this thing as it's weighing down <laughs> on you. And even though it's a skeleton, it's got, like, a fair amount of strength. It's, like, Surprising kind of strong. beating down on you. Yeah. Um, and you can see in the corner of your eye as you're, like, fighting this one, the other one that's kind of probably about 15 feet from you in the river pulls out this little tiny bow, like, short bow but even shorter like almost like a crossbow but it's a bow um, okay with this arrow and knocks an arrow and goes shoot at you does it 15 hit uh no this is yeah so I'm, you I, actually I just see it and, and bring out my shield in time <laughs> yeah you're holding this down and you have your shield on your arm so you're just kind of like turn your elbow in and it just kind of glints off as you're like just barely managing to fend off these two random skeletons <laughs> as they're like trying to eat you alive um what are you oh gonna dear. do to turn it, it's i'm just like just kind of saying to myself oh it's it's been a while since i've done this and i'll kind of <laughs> i'll sh i'll i'll shove this guy off me uh at the same time kind of slashing down at him diagonally nice yeah go for it um come on come on Ah, oh, there we go. That's a 19 on die. Oh, yeah. That easily hits. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I got to find my D8. Ooh. Yes, D8. Look at you. Okay. All right. That's uh, seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Nice. Yeah. You carve into this thing, cracking its collarbone, going through its chest, cracking its sternum, the lower ribs were already kind of busted out from your face, so you yeah. basically just connect this this massive count, this massive um, collapse in his ridge cage with a broken collarbone and everything like that. And he looks not happy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm sure he isn't. <laughs> he goes in, um, and it's terrifying because 
um, he rushes in again, but instead of going in and swinging with his sword, he goes in and he kind of just like hugs you and you can see the collarbone and the rest of his ribs. They almost like spread out into these sharp jagged knives that are almost like trying to like <laughs> dig into you and grab you. Oh my you. goodness. Yeah. This guy is unrelenting. There we go. How does an 18 work for you? Just hits. Ha ha! Huzzah! Okay. Let's see. What am I? What am I rolling? A d6. Okay, you'll be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. Okay. It's nothing. It's nothing for you. You're fine. <laughs> Something. It, You're it's fine. A thing that happens. Everything you know? is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Nice. Um, and this other one is going to knock its bow again. It's a little Cupid bow. <laughs> That's a natural one. Yes. Uh, okay. So. Oh, you lucky son of a duck. So, so this. It shoots uh, its friend. It shoots its friend. Um, this skeleton goes in and he knocks this bow. And he goes to shoot you. But because this other skeleton's basically all up on top of you. Um, you can see. Uh, you just see it out of the corner of your eye as this thing's like literally on top of you. Uh, this skeleton knock this bow. And before you know it, there's an arrow like right here in front of your face, almost like touching your eye as it went right <laughs> through the back of the skeleton's head and like almost like came out of the eye socket at your face and almost like touched you, but just stopped just barely. Um, and the skeleton on top <laughs> of you like collapses into you <laughs> as it just falls apart on you. Um, well, that's which worked out for you, Fred. It, it's your turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll kind of, I'll just like shove the remains of the skeleton off of me, uh-huh. and, and look towards the one other. Uh, how far away from me is he? At this point, he's probably about twenty feet away from you. I'll say that okay. he was fifteen feet away from you, but you've kind of like moved back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little like, bit. Yeah, tackled, sure, sure, basically. Sure, sure. Um, and he's not he's not in the water, is he? He's he's, he's like still in the water. He's standing oh, he's about five water. feet in the water, um, standing there. You could see he has one more arrow. Um, uh, um I will. I will just take out one of my javelins mm-hmm. and just chuck it at him. Nice. Yeah, roll the hit. Uh, ooh, that's not fantastic. That's a 12 to hit? Um, that misses. Okay. Yeah, so you're going in <laughs> and... <laughs> it goes in and you chuck it and this skeleton almost catches it it's terrifying not quite so he goes up and he almost like catches this but he's moving just a little too slow and so he like grabs it and it glints off his shoulder and into the river and it just floats okay down the river and after that happens i'll be like well well that didn't work and i'm gonna turn around and run into the forest oh yeah (laughs) nice uh yeah you run into the forest um go ahead and so your actor wants to throw that. Cool. So it's the skeleton's turn. Yeah. He's going to try and shoot you before you get into the forest. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's uh, 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. Another OD6. Okay. Another four points of damage. Okay. Um, as he knocks this one last arrow and you can see he begins trudging his way out of the water towards okay. you. But as you enter the forest, you kind of look back over your shoulder, and you can see the skeleton 
just kind of deanimate and kind of fall back into the river before floating away. Okay. Okay. Breathe, breathe in heavily. I'll <clears throat> take the arrow out of my back and kind of just snap it in my grip. Oh, it's been a while since I've had to do that. Maybe not. Oh, man. And I'll kind of just, uh, I'll, I'll walk over to a tree and kind of just uh, lean against it for a moment, hold, mm-hmm. kind of holding my wound. Um, and I'll kind of just, I'll take a moment. I'll use an action to, to do divine sense. Okay. Which allows me to sense the presence of celestial fiends and undead within 60 feet. Uh, celestial fiends and undead? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you go... Um... You go through, and there is not, uh, it's interesting because there's none of those, but at the same time, there's one little dot that faintly, ever so faintly, pops up on your radar. Behind Um, or in front of me? In front of you. In front of me. Yeah. Um, Do you get to know which one it is? Uh, Let me double check here. Sense the presence of evil registers or like yeah, as an action you can open your awareness to detect such forces until your next turn you know the location of any uh, celestial field undead within six feet that is not behind total cover you know the type okay. uh, of yeah. being uh, who you prank yeah 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 so ever so faintly just barely there's a little bit of a sense of there's the potential for a celestial to be nearby okay okay um neat i will um okay i'll kind of take a moment and and uh i'd like to i'd like to take a short rest oh yeah go for it dude (laughs) uh and 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 heal up a little bit because uh not feeling as fantastic as i would like to be yeah you kind of sit down at this tree holding your side um, and really kind of go in and just try and hope that this wound doesn't hurt too much. You pull like a little shard out of your, oh, out yeah, of your neck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and just kind of help yourself patch yourself, help patch yourself up um, and sit there resting yeah. up for just a little bit. Yeah. And I rolled an eight on die, which oh, brings nice. me to full. Fantastic. Well done. Yeah. All right. Okay, and yeah, after kind of patching myself up just a little bit, maybe trying to wrap up a wound just a little bit, I will keep making my way forward uh, and towards the towards the celestial, I suppose. And okay. if if at all possible, now granted, it's not gonna be great, but if at all possible, I would like to move more stealthily. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> so moving that. moving stealthily slows you down, so you're not gonna be moving as fast. Um, um, go ahead and roll a stealth check for me yeah oof well i might as well not be stealthy uh so that's uh that's a uh, seven uh, yeah seven total nice yeah so you're moving slowly trying to be controlled but again you just crossed a river you got tackled by a skeleton yep your yep. bags waterlogged. i'm, just, I'm really just kind of trudging along yeah you have a hole like in your side just above your hip that hurts a lot <laughs> It's just not a great time. Yeah. And you're just kind of 
You're trying really, really hard. <laughs> you think in your head that you're being quiet. But to the outside really, surroundings, really you're really not. not. <laughs> you're just not. Um, yeah. And you're going through, making your way towards this faint celestial sensation. Um, and as you're driving, or not driving, <laughs> there's no cars. Uh, as you're walking along, you begin to feel like the celestial is getting almost further away from you. And like you're going towards it, but it keeps getting farther and farther away. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, I'll... Hmm. How long does the divine sense last? Uh, it lasts like very, very briefly. Uh, is it a minute? Uh, oh, it's just a round, actually. Oh, it's just a round? Yeah. Yeah. So you start walking towards there, and before you know it, six seconds goes by, and <laughs> yep. you can't uh, sense it anymore. Yep. Yeah, I'll just do my best to keep making my way in the same general direction. And I'll... I'll yeah, yeah, that's because that's, that's all I really can do. <laughs> nice. Um, roll a survival check for me. All right, will do, Captain Sir. Ooh, okay, that was almost really good, but not quite. So survival is a solid 10. Nice. Yeah, forests are interesting. You know, it's, it's easy to stay going the same direction in a rolling plains because you can see the Everything. trail that you've left yep. in the of the matted grass. Mm-hmm. The forest is a lot different. Mm-hmm. Forest is a lot harder. Yep. And throughout your lifetime, this is possibly the first time you've been in this type of a landscape. Mm-hmm. So you have no clue where you're going. Yeah. You're lost. Yep. I, I'm uh, just, I'm you can't see the star above you. You don't know where you went. Everything around you all looks the same. There's no path. Uh, oh man. Yeah, you're stuck, bud. This this is really unfortunate. Um. Well, I suppose I will use my divine sense again. Nice. And try and reorient myself if at all possible. Yeah. Um. Roll a d twenty for me. Okay. Will do. And add either religion or arcana, whichever is religion better. Religion or arcana. Okay. Uh, religion is much better. I feel um, Yeah. So that's an 18. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's faint. Very edge of your radar. Uh-huh. Just faint. And you can tell, like, you, the, the, you've done Divine Sense before. Yeah. You know? So you know that typically, even if it's at the very edge of your radar, it's still, like, a strong signal. Uh-huh. Um, you're getting the sense that Whatever this thing is, it's barely a celestial, if it at all. If at all, yeah. If at all. Um, but it's just barely at the edge of your radar, kind of back behind you a little bit. Um, and so you turn around and start making your <laughs> yeah, way Yeah, turn around way. and start making way, way back that way. <laughs> yeah, roll another survival check for me. All right, come on, buddy. Come on. Come on, bud. Do better this time. You got it. Oh, that's a natural 20. Oh, yes, son. Very nice. So with my, you're going with my through. Beautiful. With my, if I can. Here, there it is. Oh, look at For the viewers at home. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, so you're going through, making your way what feels like the right direction now. Yeah. You're like, yeah, okay, this is where I need to be going. Not only am I going towards whatever the heck this thing is, I'm also heading towards um, Ocleron, which is a good thing, I think. That's where I'm I trying think. to go to. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. As so you just keep walking along, you just keep trudging. Keep trudging. What was the range on the Divine Sense? It was uh, like 100 feet? 60 feet. 60 feet? Okay. Yeah, so you move your 60 feet. And there's nothing really there. That you can see. Anything on the ground? Uh, Yeah, there's um, a rather interesting conglomeration of plants. Um, Go ahead and roll an investigation check. That's a... uh, Yeah, I'm not proficient in that. Nope. So that's a six. Hmm. Yeah. So you're kind of looking around, looking about trying to find where this thing could be um and you're stumbling around and there's not a body or an animal or anything like that laying on the ground here it's just these plants maybe some mushrooms Mm -hmm. stuff like that is is there anything there's is there anything in the trees above me um you look up above you and there are trees and branches and um a lot of um all leaves stuff like that it's just a tree above you you can't see anything above you hmm. okay um i suppose i will use divine sense one last time final time mm-hmm. for the day to try and try and figure out yeah if i'm where i'm supposed to be <laughs> yeah you go in and Use the divine sense, and it's like you're like right on top of it. You're like right where you should be. Okay. You know it's around here somewhere. Okay. You just can't tell uh, it's Can I attempt a second investigation check before my divine sense runs out to gain yeah. advantage? Uh, I would have given you disadvantage for rolling it a second time, so I'll say it's a flat roll. Okay. Cool. Neato. Come on. All right. Okay, that's a 16. Yeah, nice. So you're kind of going through and you're like, all right, it has to be around here somewhere. You're really trying to like focus in and make this blurry picture that is divine sense. Yep. Crisp and clear and like military grade radar, (laughs) which is not what it is. But you go in and you focus really hard and you kind of start looking around again and you just, just notice as you're brushing past one plant that there's a little glow as the leaf moves and then goes back. Um, behind that leaf glow a glow uh i'll kind of i'll approach and kind of kneel down and look at it or like the leaf itself is glowing or something behind the leaf there's something behind the leaf okay as you're brushing past it you like and the leaf move there's a little glow and then the leaf moves back to block it okay yeah i'll i'll go just uh walk over there and kind of just kneel down and, and and push past the the branches and leaves and and look nice yeah you push past these branches um and these leaves and there's this little crop of three blue mushrooms um not like not like 
you know, like a neon blue, almost like a dark purplish blue with these veins of of neon blue that kind of come down and are glowing um, ever so slightly. Um, I will grab them. Cool. I'll take out, like, I'll take out my blade and, like, cut them out, I suppose. Yeah, nice. Okay. Kind of. Nothing happens. You, you hold them in your hand. They're still faintly glowing. Okay. Uh, I have three. Glo- I have three glowing mushrooms. Three blue glowing mushrooms. They're like a, a dark blue mushroom with these veins of neon blue, something. Neat. Okay. Neat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll just kind of put those away. Um, mm-hmm. Take like one last scan of the area, I suppose. Um, Well, that's what's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't see any more of these mushrooms around anywhere. Nope. Hmm. If it's anticlimactic, I'd, I'd say actually, to be honest. I don't <laughs> uh, and I will keep making um, towards the direction that I think is Aquaron. Okay. Yeah. Um, having picked these mushrooms and entered the forest, survived a little bit. Um, we're gonna take our break right here. Um, so if you, uh, feel free to go grab some snacks, go hang out, enjoy yourself. Um, we'll be back in probably like 10 minutes or so. Sweet. Well, welcome back. Uh, we just got done with our break. Cather kind of left off after picking some psychedelic mushrooms and crossing a river and nearly dying to some skeletons. Uh, he's having a grand old time here in the country of Vietnam. It's been an excellent vacation so far. Fantastic. Yep. Loving every moment of it. Dying skeletons, top of my list. Hey man, you had some drugs. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you've been going through and just making your way, trudging along this forest, trying to stay in the right direction, um, which is rather difficult for you in new terrain and new territory. That's all kind of this similar landscape. Um, as you're going through, you you can come to appreciate the fact that there's not a lot of dead underbrush hmm. that is in your way. Not a lot of stuff that are like grabbing at your feet. That's good. Um, yeah. It's a very like well kept forest. Um, you you know that Vianola is um, one of the main um, homelands for wood elves, and they take quite a lot of pride in taking care of their homeland mm-hmm. um and so you can see it here knowing that even though this is a, a lush very thick forest it's still not overgrown or um rotting in any way or anything like that it's quite impressive um and so you're making your way through um go ahead and roll two survival checks for me to see how well you do staying on the path for a little bit all right we'll do with much vigor and excitement. Yep, 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 yep. So the first one's a three. Nice. And the second one is a 13. Okay. <laughs> so you're traveling along, 
and you're like, yeah, great. This is going awesome. Doing fantastic. Making my way down south. You know, I have the mountain range that should be out to my left as I follow it down. And you go through, and after about days of travel, you go through, and you're just kind of walking along, not paying the most attention, mm -hmm. kind of enjoying the scenery. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the trees clear, and there's this little section of land that's kind of this grassy, rocky landscape before it rapidly ascends into a mountain that you know is not where it's supposed to be, comparatively to where you thought you were. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, this, is, this isn't right at all. Well, I'm supposed to be heading that way. Not that way. I'll kind of just, I'll kind of just turn myself and keep walking. That way nice. I'm walking with mountain right next to me, so I know not to go that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you start following <laughs> along the mountains. Um, and it's interesting because after about a day, your feet hurt just a little bit more. Because instead of going over soft grass or through lush forest, now you're going over like rocky yep. gravel, yep. basically. Great time. And it's just not quite as comfy on your boots. Um, you know, but you're making your way and you're confident now. You're like, yo, there's not a forest that I'm having to navigate through. I just have to follow the mountains down and then go through the mountains and I can go through uh, and then I'll get to Aquilera. It's great. That's how this works. That's how the map works. Yes. You know, that's how the landscape works. So nothing just, can uh, go wrong. Nothing can go wrong. And with your 13, nothing goes wrong. You're following around. Yeah. And it's going really well. Um, the, the mountains begin to turn inward, or not inward, but out towards the coast. Mm -hmm. um, which you know, as you, as you have your map with you, um, there's this one mountain range. There's the, it's the Lunin Kona mountain range. And you begin to think that you're starting to get to the point where you're um, at, where you're, where the mountains kind of turn in towards the coast and kind of make this big, grand, like arch. Um, and you know that um, Othala, um, the, uh, yeah, Othala, the, the city that you're trying to go to, is. Um, inside one of those very outer mountains. Mm. Um, just on the other side, people have to go through this pass and everything like that. Um, and so you're going down and following this as it curves around. Mm -hmm. And that takes the, it's been the course of several days. Is there anything that in those several days that you wanted to do or try and get done while you're traveling along these mountains? Um, well, I, I mean, aside from just, general just keeping notes of of what i see and where my travels you know how i'm traveling and, and just general thoughts um i guess if i could like take out one of the mushrooms and, mm. and study it a bit better and try and figure out what the heck it is yeah why it's a glowing mushroom <laughs> you can roll I, a nature check nature sure why not yeah yeah i don't think it's gonna go well but who knows yeah no <laughs> That's a, yeah. that's a two uh, plus one. You're looking at it, and blue mushroom glow, glow, glow. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of what you're feeling. Yep. Blue mushroom glow. You, you don't think it'd be how it is, but it do. But it do. You don't know why, but it do. Yep, exactly. 
Alright, well, I suppose I'll just keep walking. Nice. Um, yeah, so you're going around. After about a, another three or four days of walking through these mountains, or next to these mountains, really, you can begin to feel this sense of dread, almost. Mm. As the landscape around you goes from being this lush, well-kept forest to something almost darker and more sinister um, is the general vibe that you're getting as you're moving in towards this crest in the hills um, and moving along. And you're beginning to navigate this path and it's it's interesting because if you go back about a mile, you feel fine. But once you enter into this area, um, you really start to have this sense of danger and dread and possible impending doom. Uh, and then the forest is just ever so slightly darker. It just looks like there's not quite as light, much light piercing it. Uh, and it's a little thicker. Okay. Okay. Do I have to go this way? Uh, you could go... Is it is it more or less, as of right now, the most direct route to get Sockler on? Oh, yeah. So... Okay. If we were to look at some stuff here... I wish I had a picture of the map that I could show you guys. But basically what happens is, if you will imagine this in your mind. Yep. Mind's eye. The Lunar Kona mountain range goes like that. Okay? Right. Kind of yeah. crests around like and, that. Yeah. Kind and of up in here is Vianola, mm -hmm. which is that forest that you're in. And you know that um, Laran is the country down beneath this mm -hmm. mountain range. And Athala is the capital city of Akhlaran. Basically, on the Oclaron uh, side of the mountain range, inside the mountain, on the very tip of the mountain range. Right. And right now, where this mountain range curves in right here, that's where you are. You're kind of on the you're on the Vianola side of that, just where the forest edge, just at the edge of the forest, and between the mountains, along that inner crest. Okay. Yeah. So in order to get to Athala, you need to keep following these mountain ranges or go deep into the forest and around. Yeah, around. I don't really yeah. want to do that. That's 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 like additional like week and a half of travel, if yeah. not more. I don't want to do that. All right, so I will. I'll just kind of. I'll have my blade out and at the ready. Just mm -hmm. you know, kind of. <clears throat> At least always having a hand on it, if not having it out, mm -hmm. um, and, and kind of just keep a careful eye out as I'm, you know, observing. And I guess actually, real quick, because I can, because because it's, it's a new day, I will use yeah. divine sense again and just see if I yeah. sense anything within sixty feet of me. Within sixty feet of you, you do not sense anything. Okay, that's okay-ish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going through very carefully. Very conservatively, keeping your hand on your sword, making sure you don't miss anything, mm -hmm. trying to cast as wide a net of perception as you can, 
Um, and you move a few more miles before it gets to the point where it'd probably be about time to go to bed. Right. This dreaded time of the day. <laughs> uh, is there any, like, alcove or something? Um, yeah, you could probably find a, a small alcove at the base of the mountains. Um, yeah, yeah. That's I'll, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll camp down over there. Um, okay. You know, and, and kind of more or less hide myself in the, in the shade and shadow of that. Um, yeah. Being careful. It, it's not like, it's just, it's just a small little, it's not like, like a full on cave or anything like, right? No, no. it's okay. literally just like a dimple in the mountain. Okay, cool. Neat. Nice. That doesn't matter. Nope. Okay. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I'll just. I'll bet down and. Ooh. Just like bumped your mic and that was. Oops. Sorry. Really loud. Sorry. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I will just bed down and try not to die in the morning. I suppose. Nice. As. <clears throat> it's. Weird. So. As it's weird. As. That is weird, yeah. Um, you're sleeping, but you're in a trance-like state, so you're still kind of aware mm-hmm. of the things around you. And um, there are a couple different things that happen throughout the night that you're very thankful that you um, got hidden. Um, you notice things walking around Mm. um these creatures that you have never seen or heard of before they're these elongated figures humanoid at possibly potentially one point um where their limbs have stretched and elongated and they're walking on all four, where their ter- their torso is still upright, slightly forward, and they're almost like gorilla style walking, hmm. but on these spindly, probably about like six foot long arms and four four foot long legs that look like they have been broken backwards with shards of bone. So that they're um, walk, you know, like horses' legs, mm-hmm. how how they're bent. They look like they, originally they were like human legs that have been twisted and broken to bend the other way. Um, in the spindly way, and they have wisps of hair, um, and their face is that of one big hole, basically, with lots and lots of rows of teeth. Um, And you just see one or two of them wandering about. They're not doing anything. They just pass by, looking around, but you do notice that they stay within a certain range. They never go so far back towards where you came from. They never go so far back that you feel like they would have stayed in that area of dread, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Yay. Uh, have I awoken at this point, more or less? So this is during this is your trance-like state. Like you okay. kind of, these are all things that you just kind of haphazardly noticed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As cool, you cool, were cool. neat, 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 neat. Yeah. Yeah. So you awaken from your trance-like state. Mm-hmm. It's fairly early in the morning. Uh-huh. Still dark out. Uh-huh. Are they? Do, uh, do I see any? You don't see any at the current moment. Okay. 
um, I will stay where I am. Okay. And blade out and at the ready, and, and very much keeping an eye out, I will just stay where I am and wait mm-hmm. until the sun rises. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, about four hours to six hours later, you can see the sun just beginning to rise over the tree line. Mm-hmm. And slowly, light presses onto your face. And as you sit there, you, you wait just a little bit longer, yeah. you know, just to really let the sun <laughs> set in, you know, as you just watch the line of light kind of go past your face and down your chest in this alcove before eventually it's probably about 10 in the morning. You've waited about seven hours to, to do this. Yep. yep. And you're just, you're feeling warm. You're feeling like it's a nice warm day. Probably higher, a little bit higher in the 70s with a little bit more direct sunlight where you're at. Yeah. Um, kind of like just a gecko on the rocks, <laughs> just soaking up the heat. Um, and yeah. Yeah. You haven't seen one of these creatures since the night. Yeah, I'll, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, pick up the rest of my camp and, and start continuing to make my way um, through the mountain. Again, trying to keep... Through the mountain. (laughs) Tunnel. Secret tunnel. There it is. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I will continue to keep an eye out for these things because they're terrifying. Yeah. You're moving slowly, trying to keep keep yourself aware, keeping an eye on the forest which is eerily dark Mm -hmm. and you can't see into all that well. Um, And it's interesting because as you're going around the corner, the forest gets closer and closer to the mountains. So instead of having that gap that there was, that probably about 15 foot separation between the base of the mountains and the edge of the forest line, it gets closer and closer to the point that the trees are almost beginning to creep up onto the mountain um, and grow on the side of the mountain. um, Forcing you to go into the tree line and you can making your way back through into these trees still keeping an eye on the on the mountains so that they stay nice and close to you um and it begins to get thicker and thicker and darker and darker to the point where you're almost like it's this really almost like almost like on the point of giving you a headache because it's like half half day half night this really awkward like kind of dark dim light that's like really messing with your vision because your natural instinct is for like dark vision to kind of kick in but like and your body's like trying to do that but it doesn't quite work and it's not quite there so it's this like half like grayish landscape now where you're not quite in dark vision and it hurts your head it's not a fun time um and as you're moving, you hear a branch snap as um, you look out far ahead of you and there is a, another one of these creatures, a little bit bigger this time, whereas the other ones that were kind of on the outskirts were probably about seven feet tall total where their head rested as they were standing. This one's probably about 11 feet tall and a little thicker and burlier and it has two sets of arms now. Where so it has it's the six-legged thing, um, but instead of 
it has the two long ones that's kind of resting on it and the two like broken back ones and then there are two what looks like regular human arms kind of just hanging at the like the middle of his rib cage um just kind of hanging about and every once in a while you can as it's like walking around through this forest you can see that it like the regular human arm will like drag across the tree and leave like this this decaying mark across this tree um or it'll grab something and it just kind of like melts and withers in its hand um every once in a while there's something like a little sturdier that it'll grab and it just kind of puts it into its chest and it just like disappears into the chest that it's at um as this thing moves about and you freeze you're like don't want to make a sound don't want to make a move is it as you yeah well is it is it walking away or towards me or like across or like it's kind of walking across um as you've been going you've noticed like paths that have been um kind of put into the forest and they make almost like very very wide circles Mm. um to the extent that you're almost thinking that these creatures are encircling or guarding or patrolling something that could be at the center of these circles Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Stealth is not my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I definitely don't want to fight this thing. <laughs> so, okay, 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 okay. Uh, I will just make make an attempt to be as stealthy as I can, even mm-hmm. though it's not going to work, be as stealthy mm-hmm. as I can and give this thing as wide a berth as I can. Yeah. Go for it. Roll a stealth check. Yep. Good old disadvantage. Come on. Oh, no. Oh, no. What'd you I'm get? Dead. I'm so dead. What'd you get? What'd you get? Uh, I got a four and a three. So okay. that's a three plus two. Okay, so five. Nice. Five. Yeah. I'm proficient in stealth, nice. by the way. You're proficient in stealth? Because I'm a so, moon <laughs> So that plus two is just your proficiency <laughs> bonus? just my proficiency. Nice. Um, yeah. Okay. If I if I need to now, a, as a prerequisite, Mister DM sir, I don't know if this will help me. Yes. But as a prerequisite, if at any point I feel that this thing is getting clo- too close to me and maybe catching on to me, I will use my minor illusion cantrip. Okay. To make a, a noise in the opposite direction. Oh, I mean, yeah. You're going through, and you're trying. At this point, you basically decide that you want to see what's at the center of these circles. Um, and so you're trying to get close. Because you don't have to get near this thing. Uh-huh. But you want to. You almost feel like you need to. Uh, no. And so you're like, alright. 
I gotta get past this thing. Don't wanna touch it, don't wanna look at it, don't wanna smell it, I don't wanna get anywhere near this thing. So you wait just a little bit, and you let it keep trudging along on its path, just lumbering, um, and you kinda wait until it kind of lumbers out of view. You hold your breath, and you make your way over, clanging, banging, as your armor rattles yep. and your bag yep. hangs on you, yep. and you make your way past what looked like a well-trampled line, and make your way further in. Mm-hmm. And as you're going, you can see every once in a while there are other ones of these creatures. Um, not another one quite as big as that one that you saw, but you see some of the more regular ones um, off in the distance, wandering about, um, just enough to keep you on edge and know that you're not in the clear. But you begin making your way in and through and can see that for off in the distance, there's this little patch of bright sunlight going directly down in front of you, about probably about 60 feet that you can just barely kind of see through the trees. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Okay. I will divine sense. Yeah, within 60 feet of you, there's about four little dots. Of celestial. Of celestial. Mm hmm. Aside from not aside from my wonderful mushrooms. Yeah, not the mushrooms. Yeah. Four dots. Okay. Four like lit up dots. Okay. Uh, and, and relatively speaking, if I look around, can I kind of maybe see what those are referring to within sixty feet of me? Yeah, um, you look about as you're like hugging this tree and kind of looking around. It every single time that you get the you get your divine sense, you kind of look over and you can see one of these creatures huh. moving about. Celestial. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, okay, so you said a little pat, a little, a little circle, direct sunlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna book it, like action. <laughs> Full movement and action. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, full movement, action to dash. I'm booking it. Okay. So. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 I'm terrified. This is fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, so you begin making your way through the trees fast as you can. Yep. This is, this is where, this is when Cather dies. Possibly. (laughs) Um, where is what I'm looking for? Um, oh, it's past this. Okay. 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 Um, yeah, sweet. So, yeah. Okay. So, you begin 
booking it through these trees. You got about 60 feet. Yep. You can do that in a round if you want. Yep. You got six seconds. And as soon as you take off and make a good amount of noise, all four of these things like snap their heads to look at mm-hmm. you and start scuttling after yep. you. Um, the closest one gets pretty close before, uh, but as you're running, about 10 feet out from that circle of light is this clearing that has no trees growing on it, but it's all overgrown with these almost creeping vines and these little underbrush as there's these stone tiles that would make an oval around this circle. Okay. Um, and as soon, you're like booking it, and this creature is on your butt. It is about to get mm-hmm. you. It is reaching out with one of its arms. When you take one step onto this tile, and it stops just before the tile, and you are on the tile. You're not quite in that circle of beam of light, but you're on like the tile ovals. That's okay, that's, it's like that's, an oval of tiles that surround right. it. Okay. And you can see these four creatures all rush up to that oval, but they can't get on it, it seems like. Just breathing heavy. <sighs> At this point, they're silent, which is the creepiest part, is that they just sit there silently. The only noise that they make is the noise of whatever they move or snap or break. Um, but they're silent, and they're just staring at you. This little bit of like saliva kind of coming out of their face holes. Now, hold on. Um, they don't have... I'm, I'm not your... F- I'm not your food right now, all right? <laughs> it just kind of looks at you, head ever so slightly cocked, standing, uh, looking, like, down yeah. at you. These things are seven feet tall. Yeah. So Huge. you... You're you're like a... You're, you know, for an elf, you're pretty yeah, yeah. big. You're not a slender elf yeah, by any means. But they're looking down at you. Their shoulder level is at the top of your yeah. head, looking down yeah. at you as they're standing on their heads. And you can see that they don't have hands. They have almost like, like claws, um, like three fingered like a, like, a, like a, like a, like a chameleon. Yeah. Like a chameleon, um, or like an eagle. Okay. Okay. Neat. Um, and it's this gray speckled skin that kind of flows and ebbs with protrusions and bumps and lumps and stuff like this. Um, you know they're celestials, but if they were celestials, these are like weird damned souls yeah. that have been turned into divine servants of some yeah. sort. Yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah. They're terrifying. terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And now there's four of them around you. Yep. There's the one like right in front of you that just barely got you, and then there's three others that are kind of just around the circle at different points. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Okay. I will uh, kind of, I'll, still facing them, back further towards <laughs> the center of this circle before, before yeah. I turn around. Uh, what do I, what do I see? Yeah, so um, there is this, uh, as, so there's the, stone plates that you're standing uh-huh. on that kind of make these tiles in this oval around a five foot circle of um, light that goes through up to the tree uh-huh. line as there's no trees around you because there's no trees growing on these plates in this oval. Uh-huh. Um, there's still plenty of 
underbrush and um, vines and creeping plants that all are on the tiles themselves, except for inside that circle, at which point it is pristine and clear and it looks as if um, nothing has ever disturbed what's inside that circle. Um, Until and as you <laughs> And as you kind of are looking about, um, you can see just on the inside rim of that circle are little symbols um, that look like uh, possible, something of possible interest. Okay. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll walk over to those and kind of kneel down look at them. Are they, do I recognize any of them as like religious? Roll an arcana as, check. Okay, arcana. Neat, 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 neat. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. I might know something. Nice. Uh, not natural 20. Nice. Yeah. You are by no means in I'd... archaic no. man. You know, this is like, you're like, yeah, I like do magic, but I do magic by like the gods being like, yo, we like yeah. you. Not like, yo, I know how the weave works. Yeah. You know of the weave. You're an educated yeah. man. You know? So you're like, yo, these are arcane symbols. Okay, this is a spell of some sort. Okay, magic, yeah. What does it do? And you have no clue. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, does anything happen if I like put my hand down and touch one of them? One of the arcane yeah. symbols? Nope. No? Okay. Hmm. There's nothing else around. Nothing else around. Uh, As you're standing here, okay. Um, you begin to feel, as you're like kneeling down, you can begin to feel these vines just creeping up on your shin and ankle and knee, just kind of slowly moving up onto you. Mm, I don't like that. Uh, I'll kind of I'll move and break away from the vines that are trying to grab me. Uh, does anything happen if I stand in the center of the circle? So you stand in the, you, are you stepping into the center yeah. of the circle? Yeah, you step into it um, and nothing happens except that one of these these vines that were holding onto you just kind of snags on your pants and gets dragged into the circle with you. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of lays there before creeping its way out of that circle and the resting just on the edge. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Right. No idea where to go from here. Um. Ha. Ah. Okay. Center circle. Um. And and if I look back, I still have my four friends with me, right? Yeah. They're not quite as close anymore. They've been watching you, but it looks like they have just kind of moved back away and are just kind of meandering. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Neat, 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 neat. Um, okay. I take out my mushrooms. Okay. And place them in the center circle. Okay. Um... So, okay, yeah, you, (laughs) 
You put all three of them down? Uh, I'll start with just one. Just one? Yeah, you put it down in the center circle and step back and the sunlight inside the circle almost seems to intensify for just a second and focus on this mushroom. Uh And it just ever so slightly begins to smoke and singe. And then over the course of about 30 seconds, it kind of burns and chars and then eventually turns into ash that like seeps into the stone. Okay. Uh, If I walk back over, like, like there's like all the remains basically went into the stone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I take out another one. Mm-hmm. I kind of just hold it in my hand while yeah. it's standing in the circle. Okay. Nothing happens. <sighs> right. Uh, I'll place this one down too. Okay. Yeah, about the same thing happens uh, over the course of 30 seconds. It just like singes and chars and burns and eventually all the ash and, and grime soaks okay. back into the stone. Do I notice any change with like the runes at all? Um, they faintly are glowing when that happens. Okay. Um, I'll do it with the third one. Yeah, you go in, same thing. Same thing, okay. Okay. They're glowing. Okay. Um... Can I, like, kneel down, maybe, and, mm-hmm. like, lay a hand down and, like, I don't know, cast Minor Illusion in the circle? Okay. Does it do anything? What do you try to conjure? Uh, a mushroom. Yeah, a mushroom shows up. Okay. Nothing happened. Nope. No? Okay. Uh, can I make the mushroom glow as the one that did before? Yeah, nothing happens. Okay. Um, hmm. And nothing. And again, nothing happens if I if I'm staying in a circle at this point. Nothing's happening right okay. now. Um, if I take out one of my javelins, does anything happen if if I stab it into the stone? Uh, you go to stab it into the stone, and um, there's a little bit of a spark, and you can hear a crack as you like stab it. And for just a little bit, the the light gets a little bit more intense, and where the um, head of the javelin meets the shaft, it's it breaks, and the javelin. Um, so you're like holding it down. And you can hold. On, you're still holding on to the shaft, but the head breaks off. Okay. But you 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 do notice. You didn't hit it that hard. Definitely not hard enough for you to have broken it on your own. Can I? What happens? Does that? What happens if I if if I just jump? If you yeah. jump, you jump. It's kind of you land yeah, back down. Kind of stomp my foot on the ground. It's hard as rock. Um, don't wanna. I don't really wanna do it with my sword and break my sword. Um, uh, I don't know. Can I, like, do another Divine Sense? I mean, because it, it's just, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's really going to do anything. I mean, but I have, it's, yeah. Are you doing another Divine yeah. Sense? Yeah. So there's still the four dots surrounding yep. you. Now on the very edge, there's a fifth dot. Um, 
and you can see out in the distance there's the big oh, one great is like kind of lumbering over gently okay neat um I'll kind of, uh, does anything happen if I, I'll just kind of kneel down mm. and grasp my, my, my holy symbol and okay. kind of just lay out a prayer. Just be like, well, I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do here. If I'm where I'm supposed mm. to be, help, do uh, you help me out here. Where, where is the holy symbol? Uh, I'm just kind of grasping it on my neck right now. Okay. Um. Do I do I get any sense of pull, um, with with the circle as I'm as I'm like kneeling down inside the circle while I'm praying, like pulling down? Yeah. Um, a little bit. Just enough that you're not sure if it's in your head or if something actually happened. Okay, I'll kind of I'll take the holy symbol off around my neck and kind of just place it on the ground. Yeah. So. Do you step out of the circle or not? I'll step out of the circle. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you set down your holy symbol. Um, this brand new, well-made, handcrafted symbol of the uh, the triune of fate, really. Mm-hmm. And it begins to singe and burn and and catch fire in a much more aggressive manner than that of... Um, the mushrooms or anything like that and as it burns and gets destroyed it begins to seep into the into the stone except instead of it turning to ash and the ash is like soaking into the stone it just gets red hot and it almost like seems to melt through the stone but in like a pattern that ends up causing these almost small stair steps to form. And then the rest of this circle kind of breaks away to create this downward spiral staircase going down. I'm, I'm surprised that worked, to be honest. <laughs> um, although that's a shame that I gave up all the mushrooms if that's all I had needed to do. Um, um, I'll, I guess I'll put my sword away. And start mm. making my way down the staircase. Yeah. Um, you begin to make your way down the staircase. And it's just smooth stone on either uh-huh. side. Um, the inner shaft is smooth stone. The outer wall is smooth stone. With these rough cut stairs going into mm. it. Um, and as you go down about 10 steps, you the stairway keeps going. But there's just this little pile of broken pieces of metal and twigs and twine and stuff like that the little remains of your holy symbol um that sucks yeah. <laughs> um, uh i'll i'll pick it up <laughs> there's not it's yeah you scoop up yeah, this pile yeah, of ash. Pile is just, i'm sorry <laughs> i'll kind of just set it to the side and keep going <laughs> yeah um and you begin making your way down um and you go down about 20 feet before you go down into this staircase that just is it's another staircase but just is a straight staircase instead of a spiral staircase mm-hmm. um, that goes down and you begin making your way going down like 50 feet 
and then it turns and it loops around and it goes down again and again and again and again going deeper and deeper and deeper thankfully because of your dark vision it's you can still see it's all black and white but you can still mm-hmm. see um and eventually you make your way to this hallway um and you can't quite see the end of it um but there's just a hallway with this arch over it and you hear a scream of a woman yelling and screaming as she comes and then um on the other side of the hallway through this stone arch you can see um, a red-headed wood elf girl with freckles across her um, cheeks and this um, rod in her hands sprinting around the corner and goes booking it down this hallway like towards me and she sees you yeah like towards you um and there's this black like liquid that begins like filling in behind her and like sloshing in behind her as she goes booking it um down this hallway um you can see that every once in a while she'll like trip a plate and something will be like shot at her and she like dodges it moves out of the way um and she just gets to you basically almost like runs into you as she didn't notice you um and that's where we're gonna end your session what in the world what i was not expecting this Ah! nice (laughs) <laughs> okay neat neat cool awesome red yeah thanks great oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. nothing's everything's fine everything's red. okay <laughs> nice Good yeah time, dude. thank you yeah the, the it needed sacrifice uh okay and it had to be of something important to you so when you're like, yeah, the mushrooms, I was like, okay, the mushrooms, they're like... Kind of important. They're holy things, kind of. They're celestial things. They're gone now. But not quite. They're gone now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and those were some good mushrooms, dude. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't... I'm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. So anyway, thank you so much for uh, watching this episode. We're so glad that you guys could um, hang out with us. Sorry that there was like so much travel and downtime in this one. Um, we literally had to get him across the continent in this episode so uh, that's kind of unfortunate but but yeah so we'll see you guys uh in a few days then see you on monday Mm. um you guys have a great night everyone have fun thank you so much for watching anything that you want to say drew i am excited and nervous to see what comes (laughs) (laughs) perfect Thank you for watching the Paper Doctor Podcast. If you want to find more episodes, look us up on Twitch, YouTube, or Podbean. Also, you can check us out at our website, thepaperdungeon.com. See you next time, Dungeoneers.